you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. It's a Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh, yeah. 15th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. It was uh, Thursday Night Football last mm-hmm. night. And J-Mac, you were there. You went down to Philly. I was there. Stars of Plenty. Roger Goodell was there. Michael Vick, Curtis Martin. Mm-hmm. All the stars were there. Devin McCourty oh, was there. Oh, my goodness. Um, I got a chance to hang out with Iron Eagle, and that is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Anybody I talked to from Minnesota was just like, please, can you tell Jamie Erdahl we said hi? We just love her in Minnesota. I love Minnesota, so thank you very Mm -hmm. much. Yes, the radio guy, Paul Allen, was there, of course, the voice of the Vikings. yeah, but it was it was a it was a tough watch. Sure was at the end <laughs> for you. at the end for me selfishly. Yeah. Um, but it was a great game. Mm-hmm. It was a great it was uh, great in the sense of scoring. Kyle, take it certainly a was. Block. Do you like your Thursday night football action with some touchdowns, some turnovers? Yes. Yep. So let's talk about Thursday night football. Jalen Hurts is 16 and one his last 17 starts. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. The regular season that is Justin Jefferson had 150 yards quietly last week, but they lost. How's it go this week? DeAndre Swift returning home and had a big game. It's a huge sequence. The Eagles would lead. 34-21. They go on to win 34-28. Vikings, the first team in the NFL to go 0-2. Jalen Hurts spoke about the offense after the win. I mean, I think it's, it's all over the tape that um, what we're capable of. Nobody wants AJ catching balls down the field or Devontae catching balls down the field or the threat. And it's about um, being able to attack those things, even though they have that in mind. And so that's that's a development thing for us as an offense. And I talk about that identity that we're yearning to find. But you rush at 255, not a bad day. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yes, if you taketh defensively, something is giveth. And that was the passing offense versus rushing for the Eagles last night. Not a bad day. Eagles 2-0. Vikings 0-2. Oh, mm -hmm. Thursday Night Football. It was exciting. It was. And as, and as you hear him say that when you talked about when you rush for 250, something else has got to give. This is not how the Eagles came out and were playing this game on offense. They didn't come out and say, hey, we're just going to run the ball. For the first quarter, other than the long play to Devontae Smith, they really couldn't get much going at all. Yeah. I'm in the stadium. The fans are booing. They're booing. Bill Jackson has an interception. Next thing you know, Vikings fumble. They get the ball back. They just kick a field goal. Not moving the ball. Fans are letting him hear it. Then next thing you know, DeAndre Swift says, hey, Philly, I'm home. Uh -huh. Give me the ball. They start handing the ball off to DeAndre That's Swift. Fine. They go on a 16-play drive. 13 of those plays were all running plays. They ran the ball right at Minnesota. Other than Harrison Phillips up front, there was nobody that could get a hand and slow down this running game. DeAndre might have been the best Swift from Pennsylvania last night, watching him just take off and run down the sideline. Nice, Jay. Fantasy owners had to be pissed off because DeAndre Swift was sitting there, didn't know whether they should play him or not. Hey, it's going to be a running back by committee. Yeah, two touches last week. Two not touches Not two carries, two touches. Two touches, that was mm. it. I don't know what the heck Sirianni was doing last week, but this week, game well out. Swift just had himself one hell of a performance, yep. so much so that A.J. Brown was pissed off on the sideline. Yeah. But a conversation nonetheless. I enjoyed Hurts being able to respond right back at him. It wasn't a full-blown argument. He has some things to say. Followed up by, and you figure that thing out when you get back home. Got a few thoughts on the game. What I watched have? the entire thing. I, the Vikings offensive line with no Darisaw once he's out there, and then when you've got the two guards who look like they're nervous and the center's out with Bradbury. If the Eagles do it again this year, like that defensive line is going to be the reason why, I think. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable watching this game, the entire game. And they're coming along. Like For years it was your usual suspects for the Eagles. And now it's the second wave of guys, the youth. You've got Jalen Carter, of course, but Jordan Davis looks amazing. If he, yeah. Jordan Davis makes the leap in year two. We're talking serious, like, historic defensive line stuff. Fletcher's still out there, but Josh Sweat was flying off the field. And I loved watching this Eagles defensive line just absolutely manhandle their opponents because you know in the run game the Eagles can do it. All that said... And I don't know what WIP has going on this morning. I don't know what Philly's got Go on. going on this Go morning on. in the sports radio. Like, I'm in this weird place with the Eagles where, yes, they're 2-0. and mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts and that all, it just was a little herky-jerky. You run for 255, you're going to win the game. Like, that was the passing game, though. Like, I know he had Devontae twice, but it feels a little bit more like 2021 than it does 2022, yeah. if I'm allowed mm -hmm. to say that. Yeah. And I hate throwing stones they're 2-0 and and they've played two games in 10 days like that's great like they're where they want to be everything's great no, they gotta right. they, they gotta clean it up they gotta clean it up man like 34 points not enough turn the ball over three times in the first half I did not feel like this was an Eagles Super Bowl offense and Jalen Hurts did not look great in the passing game Herbie was on it too in the middle of the game, he kind of said, it just doesn't look comfortable. Like, if you woke up this morning, you see the box score and the final score. You're yeah. like, what? I'm telling you, if you watch the game, it doesn't look, he doesn't have the flow and the fluidity. Like, last year, Jalen Nurse was like the coolest man on the planet. Yeah. He looks so cool and so slick. And he's always so comfortable. Every magazine. And just you watch him, he's just like, I got this. When he yeah. drops back to, it doesn't have the same flow. Doesn't but seem it. They also lost their OC. Yeah, and, and it's got, week two. And it's and it's a lot of I get it. I get All it. that. We may have be doing that a lot this year, being like, apologizing for the Eagles wins. <laughs> as they just stack. Yeah. What do we say? Stack, stack wins. 
wins. They ran for we'll figure it out. Yards. It's pretty good. Uh, I have to address the elephant in the room, and I'll do this on behalf of Vikings fans. So next year, you know, this is an election year, and you know, the big topics are going to be, uh, you know, the, the, the economy and the health care, and then fumbling through the back of the end zone. <laughs> like, do you have to have a take uh, when DeSantis and Pence are debating? Never mind what you think about foreign policy. How do you feel about this? You each have two minutes on the clock, gentlemen, go. If you know this rule, people have bemoaned it. If you Google the phrase, worst rule in sports, it'll come up that this right here, which was a fumble from Justin Jefferson and went over the pylon, is Eagles ball. And they get it, and it's a touchback. And anytime it happens to a team, the fan base gets so mad. Worst rule in sports. Worst rule. First of all, they ain't even close to the worst rule in sports. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about intentional walks in baseball and some of that nonsense they do in that sport? It's not even close. I would love to take up for the people. I just, I don't care enough. I, I used to, and I don't care enough. Honestly, don't fumble by the goal line. Um, there are a million rules, Jason, that benefit the offense. This is like the last one that's waving a flag for the defense. It's not the reason they lost. I, I cannot pound the tail this morning being like, this was taken from the Vikings. We must convene the competition committee. It's nonsense. I see people on Twitter that we all respect that like have really impre impressive careers and opinions and they're there is so impassioned. Like there's a million issues in the world. This is the one they're it's lying nuts. on the tracks for. Someone just burned their house down. Yes. They're that mad about no the fumble. This is my Why are you so mad about that? I, by the end of the show, I might name their names because I was like, dude, you are no. going off about this. You're better than this. I can't get there. I don't care if they change the rule. Justin, hold on to the ball. He went like this. His fault. So should anybody else bemoaning yeah. this rule. We ain't changing it. Now I don't want it changed. Don't change it. He that's was, it. He was reaching for the pylon, and that's what you get for trying to reach to the pylon and get across. Can I circle back to, like, you apologizing for the Eagles' wins? That, okay. that annoys me. I don't like it. Because 2-0 is 2-0. And Herbie was also all over it last night. Kirk Kirksey said that in this meeting with Jalen Hurts, he was impressed with the fact that Jalen came out and said, all the things that I amassed last year, all the stats, all the awards, I would have given it all up if I could just have won that Super Bowl. And he's going to tell sure. his teammates that. You don't think that Jalen Hurts cares that AJ's barking at him and that he had to rush for 255 and hand the ball off and not pass? When Kirk Cousins is standing on the other side with four touchdowns, it's great. They're 0-2. Like, this continues to be, like, the statistical argument versus the win argument. The Eagles are 2-0. And, mm -hmm. frankly, I don't really care how Jalen got there or what he looks like. It's a long season. You have to be able to win different ways, sure. too. Every, so the fact that the Eagles have found different ways than they won last year, I think that's actually great and dangerous for them. So I, I cannot get on board with the apologizing for the Eagles win because Kirk Cousins is a good job with your four mm -hmm. touchdowns, and he played great. Mm -hmm. But you didn't really win. Good. Really but good. you didn't win. And like, that is what's frustrating if you are a Vikings fan versus if you're an Eagles fan. I don't want to hear it with you. 2-0, you're yeah. good. It's mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. There's going to be more fan. of this, though, don't you think? Yeah, if you're a Vikings fan. I'm not doing it, just don't, just don't, Just don't, <laughs> don't turn care. the ball over. And I think, I think I, Eagles fans, what they're saying when they see the offense is, we're not just looking to win. Like, to Jalen Hurts' point, we want to win that game at the end. And if they don't improve on the passing game, they're not going to make it to that sure. game at the end. I have, I think I have, that's a, I have a good theory, from. too, on the DeAndre Swift two touches. I just thought of it. and I went like, They knew they had two games mm -hmm. in 10 days. They wanted to save them. And they wanted to save them. Wow. Yeah, that's story. petty and personal. Here we go. Do you know last night the Ian Rappaport was on Twitter Spaces just screaming about, about that touchback rule. He that's, hates it. Is he one of them? He, want, he, want, he was, wants to change badly. Ian. Ask him. Ian, you're yeah. so mad about the fumble and the touchback. Right. No, he's not. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> Dang it. What are you mad about then, Ian? Um, no, it is a terrible rule, though. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not <laughs> a big a Twitter uh, yeller. It really is a stupid ah, rule. Right. It's too punitive. It's like if you fumble at the one, it's totally fine. You fumble through the end zone, and the other team gets the, the ball. It's just ridiculous. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense. <laughs> 
Well, that's really good to know. Anyway, what else do let's you talk think? about other what football things. <laughs> let's talk yeah. about yeah, Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's get there because we got some other injuries and things to keep an eye on as we turn our attention towards Sunday. Travis Kelsey at practice all week for the Kansas City Chiefs, still dealing with that bone bruise, still trying to get up to full speed. He's been a limited participant, but the fact that he has participated every day means at least he has a chance to be on the field Sunday for Kansas City. We'll find out more about his status today. Maybe not as good news for the Green Bay Packers. They have two key players, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones, top running back, top receiver. Both have not yet practiced this week with hamstring injuries. And the initial thought was that Aaron Jones' hamstring was pretty minor, but that he hasn't got on the field this week, I would say not a great sign. And then there was Aaron Rodgers, their former quarterback in Green Bay. Obviously, he is not going to be on the field this year, but he did have successful surgery. That was on Wednesday to repair his torn Achilles. Dr. Neil Alatras from Curl and Job in LA. He performed the surgery. I know Schrager did his big uh, surgery bingo the other day. Elitrash ends up getting it. The same one who, who operated on Kobe Bryant, the same injury. That ended up working out well. Aaron Rodgers now on the road to recovery. And of course, thanks everyone for their well wishes. And we appreciate that. Peter Schrager, Ian, thank you. Out on survival GMFB in yeah. on orthopedic <laughs> yes. surgery. Yes. Great job. Ian, Peter, let's do a fantasy league of orthopedic surgeons. Yes. I've got Elitrosh. He might take, uh, you know, he might go James Andrews. I mean, yeah. there's a real audience for this. Is Elitrosh the Justin Jefferson number one overall pick? He might be the number one overall pick. Uh, and it's a PPS, the points per surgery. Yes. Like all nice. the shoulders. Nice. He does. Oh. There's a oh. star factor as Great. well. I mean, Rogers. Elitrosh. Still to come on our show. Nobody played better defense than Jesse Bates in week one. He made a couple of our lists here on Good Morning Football. Can he do it again in week two? Mm. And can he prevent Kyle from losing his mustache? I'll wear this mustache as long as the Falcons win. Uh, plus, Josh Allen of the Bills, week one mistakes. Will they clean up? Mad Minute is next. I want everyone to know I forgot to prepare for this segment, so this is going to be from the hip. Oh. Guys, come join Ooh. me. Come join me. <laughs> I slipped through slipped my mind. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. for what is about to be the wildest segment in sports television, apparently. Matt Minute, presented mm. by Polestar. We have an exciting slate of games coming up in week two, and I know two characters at the table are thoroughly prepared for them. It's time to run through a few of them right now with a round of Mad Minute. Kyle, you will start Perfect. us off. <laughs> you can guess uh, who is unprepared. First up, Jets, Cowboys, both coming off impressive week one wins. Which team will we be watching closely? I mean, it's just, this is, I'm watching both of them closely, but I'm watching Micah Parsons versus Zach Wilson. It's like, <laughs> release the Kraken. Like, that's, don't, don't let him near the guy. I, I really mean this. We're kind of joking, but the Zach Wilson thing has become something to root for, what the Jets have been through. It can be over really quickly. Like, the most evil, baddest dude in the world right now is his first start on a short week. Please protect him. Give him a shot. And I say it again. I think it's a big Nathaniel Hackett day. Really big. Yeah. See what you got. Last night during the Eagles-Vikings game, getting a million texts from Jets fans being like, is, should we just trade for Cousins? Like, maybe the Vikings, like, there's a one-year deal. Like, should we get, that's going to be, unless Zach just silences everyone. Mm. Like, I had one yeah. friend who was like, Davis Mills should be their target because they've got Keenum. Davis and it's like, Mills. just Zach plays well. Like, the Jets, they might have a guy. So, Zach Wilson, just go out there and do the best you can and don't give the game away. Yeah. I love the Davis Mills take. I'm looking at the Jets' defense. We were talking about Zach Wilson and what he can do on Micah Parsons. If I'm the Jets' defense, hey, we go out there, we, be the, we are the best defense on the field. That's going to give us a chance to win this game. We don't want to put it all on Zach Wilson. Let's go out there and get some turnovers. I like how any Jets quarterback option that comes up, Kyle just says the name back to Peter. Davis mm, Mills. Kirk Cousins. Mm, <laughs> any Davis name Mills. is eligible. It's a really yeah. fun – you yeah. can say anyone. Yeah, and Cousins you just sit there. The final year of a contract. Mm -hmm. They keep losing. Two. I saw, Do you I saw just crazy say, hey, trade tweets last night. Hey, here's a first-round pick for Kirk Cousins. They're all in anyway. Right? Because they don't have to give up a first-round pick now, I think, for Rodgers, right? Yeah. Um, next up, the Chiefs take on the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Peter, what will the key to this game be? This was a great playoff game last year. Mm -hmm. You remember Mahomes went down. Henny has that great 98-yard drive. And then Trevor Lawrence, like, this is a good little rivalry going right now. Two great teams in the mm -hmm. AFC. I think the Jaguars are going to be in track to win their division. The Chiefs still hope to be. And now we hopefully get Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones back. Ten days rest. Let's see if week one was, was just one of those weird ones, an outlier, or if there's reason for concern. Yeah, Mahomes has never lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence. You talk about what he was able to do last year, getting his team into the playoffs after having such a bad year with Doug Peterson now there. Him, Mahomes, you have a chance in this game to step up into that elite conversation of quarterbacks. Calvin really had a really good game last week, and they continue that with Kansas City coming to town. Chris Jones is here. He's playing. Like, mm -hmm. make a play, make five plays. You mentioned the 10 days rest. Mahomes 11-1 and one with 10 days rest. Oh, I mean, man. it's an incredible thing. However, isn't it pretty spicy if the Chiefs are 0-2? Oh, my I'm not rooting goodness. for it. I, mean, I don't really think I'm expecting it. But it would be really strange. Even as an organization, they haven't started 0-2 since 2014. Wow. Obviously, Mahomes never has. It would be wild. 
wild. I think they're going to win this game. Mm. I'm going to make a prediction. I'll give you a bonus prediction. I think they win the game. It's in Jacksonville. I know. Jacksonville. I know. I know. It would be fun if they were on two, but Mahomes and Reed and all that. I don't know. It's just it's tough to. Yeah, against. but we could have a second coming with the quarterback coach combination in Jacksonville. Peterson, you never know. Uh, uh, let's yeah. take you to Northern New York, where the Bills are hosting the Raiders. Jason, uh, you picked the Bills in survival. Yes, the Bills have a lot going on this week. This is going to be a big game for them. Everybody's talking about the quarterback position. What is Josh Allen going to do? We said it earlier in the week. Josh Allen has a bad game like he did Monday night. Usually the next week he comes out, he throws for 400 yards, four touchdowns, and he's absolutely amazing. And we forget about the week before. Can Vegas spoil this? Go into Buffalo. You just talked about the Jags doing it. Can Vegas do it? And we'll be talking about a collapse of Buffalo if that happens. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's we're all kind of hovering around this Bills thing. Listen, if you're watching the Bills thing this week, the Stephon Diggs story is very strange with the Bills employee on a live mic. And yeah. then Diggs comes out on Twitter and is, like, really upset and defensive and even offensive. Like, it's dirty right now. They got to win this game, Peter. They, they, they have to. It feels like something is simmering. And if a loss occurs, especially at home yep. to a team that didn't make the playoffs last year that yeah. is from the West Coast, it'd be bad. I'll say this about the Raiders. They won in Denver. They go to West Virginia for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. They're practicing there. If the Raiders can come out of this one 2-0, mm. we've got a story. Two road games that they won against really good teams in their True. buildings. I, I like that. That's a good one. Let's jump all the way to the Sunday night game. It's an AFCE showdown, and after we saw what the Dolphins did on the road last week, can they replicate it up in New England? They're taking on the Patriots. Uh, is there excitement, intrigue here for Kyle for this game? Yeah, we got to do something about Tyreek Hill. And I said this earlier in the week. <laughs> Jason, I'm talking to the, the Patriots defensive back room. Talk I know you me. know that actual room. You've been in that room. He can get some catches. He can get a touch. He can get 100 yards. I, I don't care about any of that. Enough of this 200-yard nonsense. You guys are pros you are adults he is very fast i get it you got to do something to at least slow him down you got to i know peyton manning struggled against the patriots i know andrew luck struggled against the patriots yeah. two a man is four and oh against the patriots four and oh. two and oh. isn't he the only rookie to ever beat belichick two a, only rookie yeah he's four and oh he's beating him out right. and and it's like he owns belichick which is one That's of the amazing. coolest things that you can do they're going into new england dolphins come on now Come on now. Uh, I'm just looking cool at, too. to your point, you said Tyreek Hill, somebody cover him. Jalen Waddle may have a day because okay. the one thing you got to anticipate <laughs> is they're going to figure out a way, double team, triple team, quadruple team, Tyreek Hill. They're not going to let him get the ball. Fantasy owners, start Jalen Waddle. Oh, he may have good, a Jay. day Sunday he night. He may have if, a day. If, right. if you take it, then you must give it somewhere else. Peter, the Lions coming off a huge win against Chiefs. They also have had 10 days off. It's a great jersey you are wearing, yeah. my friend. They are hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Tell us about your jersey and tell us about the game. I'm rocking the Barry Sanders jersey. Mm -hmm. our, our wardrobe uh, personnel was like, we got all these things you can wear. I'm like, give me the Barry jersey. I'm putting it so on. So you're picking the Lions? I'm, put, I'm picking the Lions. Hey! I'm picking the Lions. <laughs> it's because of Jameer Gibbs. This position, running back. Positions. Jameer Gibbs used a little bit in week one. Fantasy owners said, what? Just wait. It's just a taste. Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Jameer keeps, <laughs> keeps saying it. Just keep saying, saying it, buddy. Go on. I, I love it. For the Detroit Lions, a huge win last week, beating Kansas City at Arrowhead. Seattle now coming to town. Don't have a letdown game. A big emotional win. First one of the season. Make sure you're prepared and you're ready for Seattle coming in because they're coming off a loss. There's going to be a lot of emotions for them. They're going to get Seattle's best shot week two. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs, dough. In a blue... <laughs> 
What, we, what was it? We were going to wear some hoodies? Ski mask or ski something? Ma yeah. I don't want to say the wrong Johnson. term. I, I, ski mask. Ski mask is fine. CJ Gardner-Johnson yeah, was begging mask. everybody to wear the yeah, ski Yeah, sold out. CJ Gardner-Johnson is doing... Everybody thinks we're villains, so we're going to... Like, does anybody think the Lions are villains? <laughs> yeah, they're it's one of the most too. lovable, likable stories. In the, I don't think anybody thinks that, but don't let me get in the way of it. Go ahead. I How think cool the Lions will it be, too. though, to see all the fans out there with just blue ski masks? It's pretty cool. I'm into it. Yeah, but then that's what they're going for. Ask the Giants how that went when they demanded a blue out for their first home game. See, blue out's different, though. That's uh, like, let's, let's all throw out T-shirts. Ski mask is like, we're coming in to rock. Jason's all in. <laughs> yeah. Ski mask. There it is. Joining us now is one of the top defenders in the NFL. He's a pro bowler, Super Bowl champion, and he had some of the biggest plays in the Bucks title run a couple years back. Please give a warm welcome to our friend of the show, Buccaneers linebacker, Mr. Devin White. Let's go, What's up? What's up? How we doing? <laughs> Great seeing you. You were all over the field on Sunday. You led the team in tackles. You got the win in Minnesota. You know, we've been talking about this defense all week, especially you guys up front. Do you feel like you guys made a statement when you went up to Minnesota last week and went in there and beat Cousins and those boys in their building? Oh, I feel like we did a great job. I wouldn't call it a statement because it's a long season. A lot can happen, but at the end of the day, we just got to keep uh, getting better. But that was actually a good one to win off because we know going forward, that's a good ball team. That's a great ball team. They won a lot of games last year, and I expect them to do the same this year. Damn right. You guys, too, looking to go 2-0 this weekend. You know, Devin, it's interesting. You've been through all this these, with the quarterbacks. You've been the Jameis, and then Brady comes in, and then Brady leaves, and now you got this number one overall pick, this Heisman winner who's fiery and the chip on the shoulder, Baker Mayfield. We love him. He put on a show week one and got the win. What's he like? Like, how does he win the locker room? What's he like in the facility? Tell us a little bit about Baker and why you like him. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing with Baker is, you know, he's cool. You know, he's actually one of those guys that's on social media, that's having fun in the locker room because at the end of the day, he's a younger guy. You know, we've been having Tom for a long time, which was great, and you love everything that come with him. But now you got a different guy. You got a guy that want to run the ball and get hit and get up and talk noise. Like, so it's actually fun having Baker in there. Uh, obviously, you know, us being in college at the same time, we talk about, you know, days back then. So we just, we just try to keep this thing rolling and just try to just uh, uplift him anytime we can. Hey, Dev, what do you think about a, a quarterback stiff-arming somebody and then screaming at them to get their weight up, get their weight up? Where do you, go, where do you come out on that? Hey, I love that. Like, that's the personality that he has that he brings to this team that I love, man. And that's him every day. You know, that wasn't just him because he was mic'd up. He wasn't faking it. He does that in practice. You know, he's always talking noise to the uh, defense. You know, and I think that's just the mm -hmm. type of guy he is. And I, and I love playing with a guy like that because that's the type of guy I am. And I love that because that fires everybody else on the team up, on the defense, on the offense. And we're looking at Baker running, taking off down the sideline. This week, you guys have a home opener. You're going to be taking on Justin Fields. And I know he can run the ball all over the place. What's it like game planning and getting ready for somebody like him? It's very hard because you never know what you're going to get out of him. A guy that can set his feet and pass the ball. A guy that can uh, make a play out of no play with his legs. So, man, you got to be on all ten toes every time you take the field on defense. So, I mean, I just think uh, the awareness from our defense got to be there to make sure that we know where he at and what he doing at all times and just play recognition. But at the end of the day, you know, I love going against guys like this that's going to try to overextend plays and, you know, be the athlete that they were created to be because it give us more opportunities to get after them. Dev, I want to ask you, since you were speaking so um, highly of one of your teammates, I want to go elsewhere on the defensive side of the ball with you. Your teammate, Antoine Winfield Jr., had a great game on Sunday against the Vikings. He went home, his former home, where his dad played for the Vikings. That must have been really emotional for him. What was it like to see him out there balling out? 
Yeah, I'm, I was glad that he balled out, which that's what he do every game. But when he got that sack, you know, we we go we usually go celebrate because he got a uh, fumble with it as well. But he was just talking trash like, this my house, this my house. I'm like, Antoine, like, you ain't never played for these people? Like, what's going on? But I guess it was a lot personal. And after, after the game, I said, did they cut your dad or something? Like, why you was so angry with him? But I know it's just a lot of emotions. He said, man, I've been going to this stadium since I was a little kid, so everything was a little mm -hmm. bit personal. And, and he said they could have drafted him with their first round pick they took mm -hmm. another yes. uh, they took another db or something i don't know but it is what it is yeah i'm sure he's enjoying the tampa bay winners though a little bit better than if he were playing for the vikings so he'll be fine uh devin i love covering you when you were at lsu i was telling the guys we were reminding ourselves before the segment that you love to ride horses before games and i remember talking to you about this in your time at lsu what it kind of brought you peace of mind before games do you still get to do that for yourself during the year or during the week or is there a rule in the nfl that you can't get back on a horse no i don't think horses like motorcycles but most definitely uh, still get out and do it uh <laughs> I ended up getting a new crib here two years ago that has a very nice barn to suit the horses so I can keep everything intact and just live my everyday life. You know, when I come out the building, I'm still there. When I'm in the building, I'm at peace. And when I'm out the building, I'm at peace. So, man, I live a, I live a, a great life. Every week, our friend Jason McCourty is doing an awesome segment called The Fitless, where he's picking out the best arrival outfits from the weekend. Oh boy. He tried doing the Anthony Richardson. He did a little sweater vest. But I'll tell you, you said it yourself. I, I know you like to dress up for these games as well. So, first, your opinion on those two looks. You, can you get on board with them? I don't know. Second of all, who is the best <laughs> Come on. dressed buccaneer in the locker room? And then better yet, who is the worst Come on. dressed buccaneer <laughs> Come on. in the locker room? A lot of questions. <laughs> oh. I like those looks. You know, I would have uh, changed the shoes up. You know, I, I love to wear Jordans with all my fit. So I will say I like those looks. And I'm going to say the best dress in the locker room, not include myself, would have to be Levante David or Antoine Winfield. Okay. Those, or Vita Vera. Those three guys are always sharp. Vita, so I'm going to give it to uh Yeah, those three. Vita for a big guy. He probably like one of the swaggers <laughs> in the NFL. And the worst <laughs> dress... Come on. What I have to say would be Joe Tryon. He wear all different colors. I don't know if it's a tribe thing or not, but he <laughs> wears so many different colors. Joe Tryon, That's University of Washington. Me. We don't know. Not uh, bad. We got to check it out. We're going to bring him onto the fit list. That's yeah. it. I thought he was going to say maybe Jason Light. A lot of ACDC t-shirts. Oh. I think Jason Light's the best dress. <laughs> I, I love him. Yeah, but he wear a lot of suits. He wear a lot of suits going to the games. He's always very, very okay. dapper the Money up. man. Yeah, he's always very dapper <laughs> up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, you're great. We're so we happy. We love you, man. So good to we love see having you, you on as a rookie, and now here we are all these years later. You're still kicking butt, and we appreciate you coming on the show, Devin. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me. Let's talk about that Bengals-Ravens matchup, shall we? It's part four of Lamar Jackson versus Joe Burrow. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good morning, football! The Eagles are 2-0. All right, but here's the deal. Um, They did win 34-28 in the the second half. Cameras caught uh, a discussion between Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. Much is being made of it. Sirianni was asked afterwards. I love this answer. Coach, what was being talked about on the sideline? The conversations we have on the field are going to be private. And the conversations we have in our locker room are going to be private. Y'all don't need to know what was going on right there. Everybody wants to make plays and everybody wants to contribute. Um, I have no worry about him. He's a great player, great teammate, great friend. We'll all do anything and everything with winning in mind. So the Eagles, you're 2-0. You're 2-0, but it hasn't been pretty. There's been some drama on the sidelines, I guess. But Sirianni doesn't want us to know about it. Fine. Jalen and AJ seem to have worked it out. Fine. Any concern, though, despite being 2-0 with the Eagles and the way uh, Jalen Hurts is operating this offense? Peter? Yeah, I, I, I feel like our show is not this show that starts a show with negativity. Usually we're just all oh, rainbows no. and flowers. They're 2-0. There's no apologies. They're good. It doesn't look as comfortable for Jalen as it did at the end of last year when he was rolling and he was dominating and they go to the Super Bowl and he has the best Super Bowl you could possibly imagine for a player of his age. There were turnovers. There was uneasiness. And there's reason for that. A, it's been the all long offseason. And B, there are some new offensive coaches there right now that are going to be in his ears. Now, they were there from different positions, but you lose a Shane Steichen, maybe there's a change there. You lose a couple players there, maybe there's changes there. Jalen Hurts doesn't look as comfortable as he did in the passing game as he did last year. I think that's, I could say that the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. You could also say they ran for 255 yards and Hurts did the usual uh, tush push twice to the end zone and like I think most fan bases would sign up for a 34 to 28 win on a short week in which their you know quarterback and their offense ran for 255 yards so is there concern certainly doesn't look as smooth in the passing game as it did at the end of last season maybe it gets better maybe they don't even need to be that smooth and maybe that 255 is what's gonna happen each week I say it all the time it's easier to make corrections after you win a game it doesn't matter Mm. whether it's pretty yeah first in the Amazon Prime people were talking about it after and Sherman said the game was ugly and Whitworth was like 
I didn't see anything ugly about that. Offensive lineman pushing nice. people out the way, running for a ton of yards. You got to think about it. Shane Steichen took over the year before the play calling. So he had kind of a half a year leading up to last year where then you see Jalen Hurts take off. Brian Johnson just taking over as an offensive coordinator. Maybe it's just not going to be pretty early on. But if you're stacking wins while you're still growing as an offense and building that chemistry, that to me is going to pay off in the long run. I'm starting a club two weeks in. I just decided it's the We Hung with the Eagles Club. Mm. We gave the Eagles a game club. The Patriots are in it. The Vikings are in it. It's like a, I played the Eagles and all I got was this crummy T-shirt, you know, and they're like, well, it was close. And for some reason, you give credit to, to the Patriots for playing well <laughs> yeah. week one. Like we were sitting there like, hey, hey, the Patriots showed up. Right. Belichick knows what he's doing a little bit. They still lost at home. <laughs> but, you know, that's the credit to the Eagles. Kirk Cousins put up monster numbers. Jefferson put up monster numbers. The Eagles still want. So I'm going to, anybody can join the club. If you can just hang with the Eagles at all, you get a free membership and a free t-shirt and a badge and everything like that. That's the state of the like Eagles. That. We'll work on it on the fly. We'll see how they're doing. In the meantime, stack them wins. Just stack them up and you Gucci, baby. Long break for the Eagles now and wanting to join the club next week, Monday Night Football would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In week mm. So um, the Eagles have a long break until then. Ian That's Rappaport, fun. good morning. I know it would be a good addition to the club. Ian knows Keith Sweat. I'm banking. Definitely. Oh, definitely. This is a rap sheet. He, he knows all kinds of music. <laughs> so Travis Kelsey, the star tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, suffered a hyperextended knee last week. He didn't get it twisted, which would have been much easier because that is my favorite Keith Sweat song. It's actually a great song. Keith Sweat is awesome. Thanks for the shout out there. I'm sure he's watching. He's a huge GMFB fan. What's up, Keith? Good to hear from you. Uh, so Travis Kelsey, limited participant in practice the last couple days. Probably a good sign, though, was much more active this week than he was last week. We'll see what his status is today, but certainly things are looking up there for Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe not so much for the Green Bay Packers and two of their standouts. Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, both dealing with hamstring injuries. Both have not yet participated in practice, and Aaron Jones hurt that hamstring right there. You just saw it kind of grab for the back of his leg. The thought was it was minor, but he hasn't practiced, and if he doesn't practice today, obviously, they might be without both of those guys this coming Sunday. Another test for Jordan Love. And then Mark Andrews has been dealing with a quad strain. Kind of struggled to get it loose last week. I think everybody thought he was going to play on Sunday. A little bit of a surprise. He did not has been out at practice every day this week, limited, but moving a lot better. I would expect to see Andrews on the field this Sunday. I can imagine the Ravens would uh, be so pleased if they had him out there. They were really handed a lot of difficult injuries from week one as they attempt to move forward in the season, just entering week two. Ian, thank you so much for the reference. We were worried about you, honestly. I was concerned that you were just <laughs> off and running and you did not hear our requests, but you Kate's always what? stick the landing. You That's really right, twisted. Did. So well done. Great Don't get song. it twisted. We're going to talk about the big AFC North matchup this weekend. Ravens-Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, they've gone head-to-head -head three times in their career, and the Ravens have come out on top twice. So uh, what to look forward to in this uh, 4.0 version, Peter, of Lamar v. Burrow? You know, it's, it's interesting because these two teams have had these great battles, and yet they've only played that many times, right? <laughs> like last year in that playoff game, which is legendary, and Hubbard makes a play, Tyler Huntley was the quarterback, and Lamar yeah. wasn't there. And in other games, Burrow wasn't out there when the Ravens played him. So I think it's, it's never too soon for a must-win game in Cincinnati when they start the season like they did 0-1 and got absolutely clobbered by the Browns. I think the Bengals have to win this game. And I know last year they started off 0-2, and they figured things out along the way. But it was so shocking, so jarring. You're home. 
It's coming off that awful loss in the division. You don't want to go 0-2 in the division. You don't want to go 0-2 in the division against teams that aren't the Steelers. I honestly think this one, for the Ravens, J.K.'s hurt. We'll see what happens and who they quit. Like, Ravens has figured out. They got their home opener under their belt. If the Bengals lose, we might be starting the show on Monday being like, what's wrong with the Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. We did that last year as well. Yeah. Well, you hit all this the notes. This year feels different, though. I guess if they lose this game, everyone in the world is going to say, no, no, they started 0-2 last year, and, they, like, and that it's already like this built-in excuse. Don't use it. Don't use yeah. it. I would love to see a big game from Jamar Chase. I, I feel like his coming out party as a rookie was against Baltimore, and he destroyed them. And that was when we still thought, like, the Ravens defense was this omnipotent or something. And Jamar Chase was like, oh, my gosh. I guess they made the right choice instead of Penny Sewell at the draft. Uh, do that again. Run that back. I don't know if this, this Ravens defense is as susceptible as they were that year against you, but... Yeah, Jamar Chase was in the headlines for talking about elves and stuff last week. That's, he's a great player. Let's talk about the play this week. I, I'd like to see him go off. And don't go into just because you did last year. It doesn't mean it's going to work out the same. 200-yard game against yeah, it was amazing. October 2021. Yeah. I remember hearing um, the cornerbacks in that game talk about Marlon Humphrey. It was just like he was unbelievable catching slants, running all over the place. Yeah. And to your point, you're talking about Jamar Chase, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham. We're going to have T. Higgins. There's some great wide receivers in this matchup. And it's neither true. offense – Looked particularly great in week one. Yes, Baltimore got to win against Houston, but there wasn't a ton of big plays, and Lamar wasn't the great. Zay Flowers was incredible you when he played. the weather catches. from both those? Both those games are being played in absolute rainstorm. And that was a lot of the games in week one. Hopefully we get clear weather. And the, I want to see about, I want to see Joe Burrow. I want to see Lamar Jackson. I want to see them throwing the ball over the yard. Lamar scrambling. I am here for all of that. To you guys' point, Baltimore got their first win. For Cincinnati, a division opponent. For Baltimore, if you can go in there, kick Cincinnati in the mouth, kick them kind of while they're down, they start 0-2. I don't know if a team has ever made the playoffs after back-to-back years okay. starting 0-2. Let's look it up. I don't look it up. It's ever been done. So for Cincinnati, you go, you do this twice. Last year, you made it. Okay. I don't know. Bengals fans might be a little worried they go 0-2. This is good. The losses felt different last year because it was like an offensive line issue that you could so clearly identify. Like, well, Joe Burrow can't get his feet under him, and but he was trying his best, and he was still throwing the ball pretty well. And like 82 yards on Sunday was so alarming. Remember in preseason, we're talking about the Ravens, and we just didn't know what that offense was still going to look like because Todd Munkin was new. Sure. I still feel like that about mm-hmm. the Ravens, and sure. now they've suffered these injuries. Todd Munkin has come out this week saying we're still a work in progress. We're still trying to get this offense under our feet. I almost think it's even more of a challenge now for the Bengals' defense because maybe they are equipped after three or four times going against the Ravens, add an extra layer of new offensive coordinator, and now it's like another thing that they don't know about mm-hmm. the Ravens' offense. It is a true unknown, despite the stars on that team for Baltimore. I just really want to know more about them with Todd Munkin as offensive coordinator now. Keith Sweat has a song called Make You Sweat. That's mm. a little on the nose, isn't it? I, do you know that song? I don't know any of these no. things. Okay. We got to figure out. Make do you sweat? Do you want to get to, you wanna, wanna get to know that song? Sure. He references his own name in the song. It's like guys who say, like, 311 I mean, does you, that. They say, 311 this. Sweat? I don't know. That's all no. I got. Do you want more? sung a song that didn't exist. <laughs> what song? You know what? I didn't want to say the other word that's in the song, but I wanted to put the words in the song. Peter knows what, what? I mean. What did she say, Peter? I, I want to make you sweat. Oh, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. You're talking about Color Me Bad. Come on. Come on, Minnesota Nice. I did a fusion. I did a fusion. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 